Welcome to Real Estate You with Leti Ann. Hello there. Today I'm with Brad Barker, the director and uh, director of education and s- at Career Education Systems yes. in the Kansas City metropolitan area. Your main office is at in the Ward Parkway uh, Shopping Center. That's right. Brad Barker, welcome. I thank you so much for taking the time to be on our show today. Thank you. Good to be here, Lady Ann. Awesome. So, uh, Brad, I met you, you may not remember, but in 1993 when I wow. moved here from Pennsylvania really? to get a real estate license. Okay. Um, that's not why I moved here, but mm-hmm. as a result of that, I um, wanted to get a real estate license. Mm-hmm. And I remember how amazing you and your staff were. And then when I went back to get my broker's license, I love it. And when I go back for uh, continuing education, same instructor instructors, some new instructors, and yep. but Brad and Peggy and Richard and all of those amazing people. So uh, we're going to talk great. today about how to get a real estate license, sure. who should get a license, yes. maybe who shouldn't get a license, <laughs> and um, what the process looks like, maybe how much that costs. I think everyone somewhere in their brain is curious, I want to get a real estate, like they sure. want to get a real estate license. Yep. So what's... Uh, let me ask you this, Brad. Is this is this a good time? It's 2020. Is this a good time to get a real estate license? It is a great time to get a real estate license. It's almost like buying real estate. When, when is the best time to buy real estate? And the answer is five years ago. And so the idea is I should have got a license last year. Uh, you know, the, the market's really good. Interest rates are historic lows. Uh, demand is really good. A lot of first-time buyers are, you know, having a hard time finding houses to buy, quite frankly. So there's just a, a lot of demand, especially from the great recession we had back in over. 8 to 12. There's still kind of pent up demand from that. And so uh, there's never been a, a better time. Springtime, uh, the, the market is really, really good in the Kansas City area. I'm going to bounce back and ask you, you've been instructing, teaching, and mm-hmm. uh, running the show at Career Education Systems for 35 years. 35 years, yep. Uh, what changes have you seen in, the, in those decades? The changes really are dealing with, as far as getting a license, uh, you know, the testing changes a little bit. Obviously, our classes have changed where we used to have classroom only. We have online now, so we have uh, various models there. But as far as the real estate industry, technology changes. You have to be much better at social media these days. And we have, you know, the, the contracts we can do online versus having to do paper contracts like when you and I started back in, you know, 93 or when you started and so forth. But at, the, at, at its core, it is still a people business. It is do you enjoy people. Most people are scared to death when they buy, buy their first home especially. And they need somebody to take them by the hand and say, it's okay, I'm going to step you through this process. So technology is the biggest change, but it's still people. If you enjoy people and, and seeing, especially for First-time home buyers, how excited they are to get their first home. It, it, it's a great, it, it's a great market to be in and a great career to have. Um, career education systems, of course, that's where one would go to get pre-licensed. So yes. you take, you actually take your class first. That's correct. Uh, what does that look like, Brad? And what maybe is the investment, the initial investment for someone to obtain a real estate license at Career Education Systems? It's a good question on the investment. Matter of fact, I started a class just the other day, Letty Ann, and I had a guy come up to me at break. And he said, you know, Brad, I know you have to talk about their several costs to get your license. But he said, I have invested and, and done franchises and this and that. And he says, for such a minimal investment, the return on real estate, he goes, this is great. These people just don't realize it really does not cost that much. But to give you an idea, if you live in Missouri, Missouri requires a 48-hour pre-exam class. We charge $395 for that class. 
and you have to take a test and the test costs another 60 bucks or whatever and you have to pass this test and then you also have to take a 24-hour practice class on how to fill out contracts and forms and we charge like $200 for that particular class so once you do a total of 72 hours of classroom time and pass a test and find a broker to work for, then boom, you're up and running in real estate. And, you know, probably just rough figures, you know, for around 750, 800 bucks or whatever in that range, uh, you actually have a license and are ready to go. Now, obviously, whatever brokerage company you go to work for, there's MLS dues sometimes, and there's you know, other things. Uh, every company is a little bit different. But for not a whole lot of money and just a couple weeks of time, you are up and running. Kansas is even better. Kansas, uh, rather than 72 hours for Missouri, if you live in Kansas, it's a 30-hour pre-exam class, pass the test, and we charge like $250 for that. Uh, and then a 30-hour practice class on how to fill out contracts. So it's a total of 60 hours total. Uh, but roughly about the same amount of money and you are up and running. And the best thing about it here in Kansas City, Lady Ann, is that once you get licensed in your home state, like if I live in Missouri, I get licensed in Missouri first, to get the Kansas license is real easy. There's really no additional schooling. You just go take uh, a little 30 question or 40 question state law test, pass it, and boom, you're licensed in both states and you're up and running. And that's it. So there, I love the reciprocity. <clears throat> you can take the pre-licensing hours in course yes. and it's reciprocal with the uh, neighboring state of Kansas or neighboring state of Missouri or exactly wherever you live um, last I checked career education systems had the highest pass rate of their students for the real estate exam so congratulations to you Brad thank you it's I mean, kind of, and your staff <laughs> I appreciate that it's kind yeah. of been our claim to fame a month in month out for the past 35 years we generally have the highest passing rate we're generally about 15 points above the state average to most everybody else. Uh, we work hard. We have really good instructors who have been with us a, a real long time. And uh, we certainly try to keep up with the changes in the test and all those kind of things. So we work hard. Our students work hard. It all works. So I appreciate that. And the beauty of when I, I always say I'm a classroom person. I'm not an online person when it comes to education. The beauty of the pre-license to pass the exam is yes. you only teach what is required to pass the test. So Correct. just so you know, if you just want to get in there, get know what you need to know, learn what you need to learn, pass the test, and then you're going to then you're going to really learn boots on the ground exactly. how to become a real estate by hopefully joining with the appropriate broker. Did I just point at myself, Andy? <laughs> but um, I, it's those who guide us along the way sure. it, who help make us successful. And That's I'll true. tell you, Brad, I'll take one moment to tell you, I wouldn't be here in this building with my name on the door mm -hmm. without you, without you. <laughs> Thank you. You, I remember what you said to me <laughs> when I went to get my broker's license. I did a pre-broker's pre mm -hmm. license uh, course. Right. And you're like, oh, well, you're probably here because you're going to open up your own place. I wasn't. <laughs> but I told my husband, I drove home from Career Education Systems. I said, you know what? Brad thinks I'm here to open my own place. And damn it, I'm opening my own place. <laughs> and it, I mean, that's honest to God, what happened? I mean, that's yeah. true. Because I know I'm like, well, yeah, I could do that. You I, know, I remember that conversation. I remember uh, you, we were walking towards, I think we're in the back classroom. We were walking out. We were just talking about it. And I said, so are you going to open up your own place? Because everybody's different. Sure. It's like you and I have talked about. People get licenses for lots of reasons. Uh, they might get their license because their spouse 
sells real estate says, hey, sweetheart, get a license, help me out or whatever. Some people do property management, some people do commercial, some people do residential, lots of reasons. But I remember talking about that and, and look at you now. That's terrific. And honestly, I only went there to learn more, sure. be more, do more, just keep, keep on top of things. That's true. And it's kind of sequential, by the way. It's like the felt need that we have. So in the pre-exam class, the first class, the idea is I need to know what I need to know to pass this test because until I get that done, I can't go any further. Mm -hmm. So on the pre-license level, some people want to know how does it actually work filling out the contracts and so forth. It's like that's for the practice class. That's the follow-up class. That's where we kind of teach you the nuts and bolts as far as how to fill out forms and work with people. But the reason our passing rate is so high is we concentrate on the sole goal of this class to pass the test. Now once you pass the test, now I'm ready to learn all sorts of other things. And then once you get to your brokerage company, then the broker's gonna say, here's all sorts of other things we're gonna learn. So it's more of a step-by-step process. Yeah, and what a great start to get your start at Career Education Systems. you mentioned the fees. Are, are those fees the same if one were to do? I know you have a, a week's class, a week yes. class all day long, uh, five or six days. Then you also have a night class yes. in, cl- in the classroom. Correct. And then you also have online. Sure. Are, are those fees the same depending upon what you do? They are similar. Our classroom okay. fees are the same. Online is a, a little bit less expensive okay. uh, on the online issue. And everybody's a little bit different. A lot of people just like the online. I have a lot of people who said, no, I need the classroom, especially on the pre-license level. On continuing education, Lady Anne, it's always more fun to see you in class and we laugh and have a good time and share and there's other people in the room that we learn from as well. Uh, but a lot of people do more CE classes online just because it's quicker and easier. But it kind of depends on the learner. One nice thing about it is that nationwide, only about roughly of the people who ever do an online pre-licensed class ever even finish it. It's like 50 to 60% because it's like they get started and wow, I didn't realize how much there was to this and they have to have the self-discipline and then they feel like they've they've lost their money. They can convert. So if somebody starts out, Letty Ann, like you, if you started out online and then realized I really need the classroom, you're not out the money. We just basically switch you over to the classroom class and you come on in, which is a nice feature because I feel kind of bad sometimes. People who do online elsewhere with other schools that are solely online and then they never finish the class. They realize they can't do it and I need the classroom. They have to come to me and pay and start all over. But with us, if you start out online and it's not for you, just convert to classroom, you're not out your money. You guys are so easy to work with and... um, I might suggest that everybody start out online because those who don't finish their course, who don't have the... um, the Self-discipline? Thank you. (laughs) Those who don't have the self-discipline to finish the course because it takes discipline. It does. That's a good precursor. Because that is because real estate, same thing. Real estate is the same darn thing. You have to have discipline or you will die on the vine. There's no one telling you to get up in the morning and go to work. You have to do it yourself. That's That's true. There's uh, so many things that, you know, when they find an office and start to grow their business, uh, so many things to tell them. One is don't quit before you get paid because this isn't a one year business. So I think I'll get my license for a year because everything I'm doing this year will benefit and pay back. In the years to come. No doubt. Right. So no doubt. Um, really having a good mentor and support person and a good broker to support you uh, along the way is really helpful. No doubt. So um, who who should get a license? It's a good question. Who should get a license? It's amazing how many people, and you and I have talked about this before, come to class 
and they'll tell me that they've been thinking about this for years. I've, I've always wanted to do this and I'm ready now to make the jump. And so anybody who enjoys working with people and enjoys showing property and wants a little bit of freedom, if you will, there, it's like anything else, you earn every dime of commission money you make, as you well know. Uh, you, sometimes you work a lot and the deals fall apart. Other times it, it's rather straightforward. Uh, but the idea is that if you're, you, if you want to be kind of your own business and self-starter and um, based upon what you do, determine how much money you make, it, it, it's, it's great business for those folks. It really is. What would you say is the most difficult part of the real estate business. And I think maybe that's all going to differ depending upon who I ask. Sure. <clears throat> um, and back to who needs a license. I, I'm jumping around a bit, but I know a lot of property management companies, if you're on site for the property management, uh, there's a certain part of property managers that re are required to have a license. And then there's are those who can do what they're doing uh, that aren't outside of the li licensee violation if they right. didn't have one. Right. So maybe someone who's can, who in property management, sure. uh, maybe they're a good candidate to get a license. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and it depends on the state that you're in. Missouri, okay requires property managers who are involved in leasing to actually obtain a license. Now, there's an exception for employees. Uh, on the state of Kansas, for example, residential leasing does not require a license, so you can be a property manager there. So a lot of people do get a license just so they can do both states and just to make sure that if I'm an exemption as an employee of a company on property management, someday I may not be. Someday I, I may want to start let Dan and Associates and start my own property management company. I'll need my license for that kind of thing. So a lot of people do that for sure. A lot of people want to know what does it take to become a broker? And mm -hmm. I know in the past it was two years, mm -hmm. uh, basically full-time experience as a licensed salesperson. Mm -hmm. And also you had to provide proof of a certain number of units that were sold during that time. That is correct. But I believe those requirements to become a broker, if anyone out there is considering becoming a broker, uh, that has that changed recently? That has changed recently, and once again, it depends on Kansas and Missouri. Okay. What you're referring to was Kansas. To get your Kansas license, you have to have so many deals that you have done, 30 to 40 transactions in the past, in the past three years, for example, and you also have to take now 60 hours of class and pass a test, and then you can become a broker. Missouri's a little bit easier, quite frankly. Missouri doesn't care how many deals you've done. If you've got your salesperson's license, and you've had it for two years, you can just sit through a 48-hour broker class and pass a test and get your broker's license. You don't have to document how many deals you have done. So a, a lot of people will be a broker in Missouri, but they can't be a broker in Kansas because they don't have enough transactions, if you mm, will. Gotcha. However, most people who are salespeople, if you are full-time, after two years, you've got that many deals and transactions, and you can be a broker in both states is what most people do. Doesn't that surprise you that Missouri doesn't require a certain number of transactions? It's interesting. It's a little scary. I, it's a little <laughs> scary. I am more of a market person on this, Lydia. I, yeah. Even though I'm full-time education, I'm a less is more kind of guy on education and things like that. And so I don't think it's, to me, it's a huge deal because if you get oh. your broker's license in Missouri and you haven't done a whole lot of deals per se, I just kind of leave that out to the market. The sure. market will kind of dictate that. Obviously, you're very good at what you do, and uh, that's why you're successful. If someone who's a broker is not very good at it, they won't be in business too long anyway, in my mind. That's great. And we just have a couple of minutes left. Um, any advice you can give to someone who's considering a license? Sure. If you're considering a license, a couple of things. I would go 
and talk to some licensed agents and say, what's this business like? And is, is this good for me with my personality, where I'm at with things? I talk to some brokers, big companies, small companies, franchise, non-franchise, see what's a good fit. I'd also ask the salespeople in the office, say, can I talk to some salespeople? What was your first year like? Did, did the broker give you training or back when I got my license, I've been around forever, Letty Ann. I got, <laughs> I got licensed back in 1979. And the training back then, we had a saying for it, brand new salespeople. The training went something like this. There's the desk. There's the phone. Good luck, kid. You're on your own. Okay, that's what we joked around with. I love that. We didn't have it. There really wasn't much training. It was like sink or swim. So I would ask some of the salespeople uh, in, in the office that I'm planning on working for, how much training did you get? Was the broker there to support you? Because I'm going to be scared to death writing my first contract. And how, do, how does all this work? We get them through the government-mandated pre-licensing and testing and things like that, but then the broker takes them from then on, and I would ask those questions and get a feel for exactly how much money can I expect to make in the first year? How about the second year? And so forth and so on mm -hmm. to see if this is really for me. So uh, you're suggesting they do their homework, yes, <clears throat> which absolutely. is wonderful. Talk to not only brokers and different companies, but also the salespeople absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's some great advice. So Brad, thank you so much for being here today. It's awesome to see you as always. Good to see you. And you're we'll, welcome. We, we hope you'll be back on another show. Absolutely. Thank you, right. Lydia.